get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire and Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call with other people. They can dial in to 602-753-1848 or... Listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So good morning, good morning, good morning, and we are still here. We're coaching you through crisis, and our topic is saying, hey, it's time to solve your problems, and I can tell you this, and I never want you to forget it, because problems are going to have with us always. Sure, at some times they're going to seem more intense than others. And the intensity I have found is all about the perspective of the person in the problem. And I can tell you there are some people that could be on the outside looking in at a challenge that you have or have had, and they would think it being even more intense than even you think it is. Uh, We have that, and then we'll have where you may be in a problem and you think it's intense, and people on the outside looking in would say, wow, it's not that big. But I want you to understand something. God has a word for you because if you're planning on building a business, any business of any magnitude, you're going to have to learn how to solve problems. Our scripture today is coming out of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, and I want us to go to the Lord on together today. I want us to go, and I pray that this is just not a season that will pass where people would want to seek the Lord uh, before doing anything else. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad and we're joyous we're here in the land of the living one more opportunity, oh dear Lord, just to tell you thank you. We are so grateful, oh dear Lord, that you have done so much. And if you you don't do another thing, we just want to say thank you. We're thanking you, oh Father God, for the highs and the lows, for the mountains and the valleys. We're thanking you, oh dear Lord, for the good time and the testing times, because you said all trials and tribulations are tests. But we know If we persevere and we continue, we will build character. And as we build the character, we will have more hope. Dear Lord, on today, help us. Help our unbelief in any area. We know that we have a helper, your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we have no power without you, so you have your way here and power start your day as your servant decrease. May you increase like never before. For all that you will teach, guide, direct, and correct us. 
because we know that you're going to guide us into all truth. We're thankful, dear Lord, that that truth will set us free. Not only position us, posture us, but propel us into an abundant life that Jesus died for. We want to seal this prayer with the blood. The King of Kings. Your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Come on in the queue because today we're going to talk about um, how to solve your problems. And I want you to understand you have a power, a superpower, and it's called choice. A superpower called choice. Many of us don't even understand how powerful choice is. First Corinthians gives us a choice to look at problems a certain way. First Corinthians 10 and 13, it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide you a way out so that you can endure it. I want us to ask ourselves the question of, how is today's time, the crisis, the challenges that we're dealing with, tempting you? People might say, well, it's not tempting me. I'm not going to sin because of this or whatever. No, I'm talking about where your mind might go. I've been talking to a lot of people in um, leadership and some are solid in their beliefs, and some are just not sure. It's no judgment. That's not my place. There's no judgment. Because maybe if you'd caught me, many of the challenges I've faced in my life, I probably would be one question and two. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't ever remember questioning did God exist or was he with me or what have you? Um, but let's face it, maybe everyone didn't have a grandma that they saw praying every day. Um, we had problems in our family. We had challenges in our family. Some were very deep. I mean, but that is a gift to not question, is God there or is he real? And I acknowledge that. So don't don't be too hard on yourself because, listen, even the word tells us that Jesus didn't come for the believers. He came for the unbelievers. So that is a, 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 a just, he's just an indescribable gift. But when you start to think about the situations that begin to overtake you and fear can cause you to do some very interesting things. Fear can cause you to uh, self-inflict 
ideas that can cause you pain or situations. But then also fear can cause you to inflict pain or, or something on others. I, I saw a post that shared, uh, they're like, okay, when, when, we, when, when the restaurants open back up, name the restaurant that you're going to go what name in the restaurant you're going to go to? And, you know, some people are just going in like, okay, Benihana, Red Lobster, you know, name some really um, great restaurants that they enjoyed and things like that. And I don't think it's the food that they, I think it's just the idea of, you know, being around people and you know, it's being great because, you know, being told that you, the best thing for you is to be inside and have, you you know, some people are like, I don't want the best thing for me. I just want to do what I want to do. Can't pay my rent. Now, when you begin to think about that for a moment, he laid out on his fear of not having that he he may choose to do something that may cause harm to somebody else. Even though the restaurant may have nothing to do with the fact that he can't pay his rent, but the restaurant, and we don't know what restaurant, and we don't know if it ever will happen, and we don't know, but, but the restaurant and the people in the restaurant, unbeknownst, may now be, um, may now experience what someone felt as fear or pain, they may choose now to cause harm. We don't know how those things may go. But just think about that when we start talking about solving your own problems and what choices have you made that we can correct. Just make a different choice. Let me tell you something. Being successful at anything Although this is one of the probably most challenging things, but guess what happens when you go through something that you say, this is the hardest thing. Things that come after it becomes easier. Things that come after becomes easier. I can remember when we were training for double Dutch competitions. This is when I was um, in elementary school. And we would practice with weight on our legs, jumping for the same time we were going to expect to jump in competition. So jumping, if it was for one minute or two minutes or whatever it was, to condition yourself to jump with that amount of weight on your leg for two minutes, and now when you need to jump with two for two minutes without the weight on your leg, it was a breeze. The same instance of, for those who may say this is one of the hardest times of my life, I can't tell you how many people who are close to me who have maybe lost people who were close to them on top of being very cautious about what may happen to them. 
double, triple, quadruple, ten-time whammy of challenges that will now take you into fear. What choice can you make today, right now, that we can support you with that will make sure that temptation don't overtake you so you can still finish your goal that you intended? See, one thing about goals, it didn't have to be a world challenge to come about to try to interrupt you from your goal. It was going to be something. But did you truly decide to meet your goal? What choice? You want to solve some problems? Make some different choices. What areas can you make some different choices to position you to go forward and make a different choice and make some things happen? What you want to happen right now. Let's open up the call, 561-2118. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. How are you, Queen? Good morning. I'm doing amazing. I thank God for this beautiful day that he's allowed all of us to see. Um, mm-hmm. This is Tammy Williams out of Delray Beach, Boynton Beach, Florida, and I just want to say thank you so much, Nicola, for all that you have poured in into all of our lives, and even this, you know, a lot of times I know people sometimes contemplate coming in the queue because when you come in the queue, you're coming in the queue because you need help. You're coming in the queue because you want to talk on the topic, and a lot of times um, pride tries to ease up, you know, and get in the way, so I just wanted to come in this morning and just say I know for me, making better choices um, was me becoming a product of my product, which is mm-hmm. becoming a better budgeter, you know, spending. Why am I getting in this situation? What put me here? What did I not do um, that I should be doing, especially doing what we do, going out, helping people, and talking to them about becoming better budgeters? You know, we see it all the time, the banker is behind in most of his bills or his credit score is low. So I don't want to be that person. And I just started praying and asked God to help me become a better budgeter. And it was, you know, as women, sometimes we tend to um, over shop or do things, even in the grocery store. I mean, it just becomes so habit for me. So for me, it was becoming a better budgeter and just um, becoming a, a woman that does not procrastinate, you know, getting out of my own way, and and just looking straight ahead of what is causing me to stumble, what is keeping me down. So making better choice, even when it came down to my weight, like I was listening to you, I ran track. You know, heaviness doesn't run in my family. I ran track all my life. I was a cheerleader all my life. But I made better choices back then. I was in my parents' house. I was disciplined. I worked out. When I became grown, you know, I didn't even have children. So people couldn't understand, like, you went from having – a shape like Serena Williams to just like overweight with no kids. And then, yes, of course, the health problems poured on. But even though they came from my mom's side and my dad's side, both, you know, having so many health problems, I made poor choices in food, um, working out. I, I, I went from working out all the time to just barely doing it, but yet my eating habits had changed. So just for me, making better choices is life, all around life um, 
in my life, even mm-hmm. spiritual, you know, because I ran so long for that, from that, and God was calling me. He's been calling me for a long time, and a lot of times we, we put him second, and that's why things don't work. And as I began to just let life happen, and it hit me losing my mom back in 2014 to cancer, I think that was, it's not a thing. I know he was calling me, and he was telling me, that he needed my attention, and once I surrendered back then, everything started falling into into place. Not perfect, but my choices they lined up with my life, and I started making better, you know, better decisions. Um, things still happen a little bit. Like I knew who was the cause of it. It wasn't it wasn't anybody else's fault. It was Tammy in the way. It was Tammy not doing what she was supposed to do. So thank you for doing series like this. And, and I hope everybody take the opportunity to really look at themselves and take notes and point out what am I doing because I always need these corrections, spiritual correction, just life corrections. You always come in and you just you give us what we need. And I thank you so much for that. I really, really, like I said, I don't admire I want to be your in your life, but I just you're you're such a motivator for us all. You're such a role model, and you can talk the talk as you walk the walk. And so many people try to reach out and tell you things, but they don't live that life, or they're not they're not in position to speak. And you are so. I just Queen, I just salute you for everything that you're always giving us, and and that's it. I just wanted to pour my heart out and say that's what I need to do, become better at making choices as far as budgeting, spending, and then staying there, not just consistency. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tammy, you, you are, man, you are such a powerhouse because as you were speaking, like literally you just became your own antidote to a powerful life. But I want to just, I want to help you if I can for a moment in, in the standpoint of, I want you to, I want you, if you get a pen and paper, because this, I think is going to help tons of people. Okay. And I love the fact that you flowed off of your heart and you, I could see your life doing like a 360 and then you showing other people how to do the same thing. Yeah. Because yes. you pinpointed from the spirit, from the mindset, from your physical, your financial, you touched all of the points. The only thing I didn't hear you touch on was like your circle or your crew, because sometimes you need the support and you do, you're part of our community, but this is what I want you to do. And every, every one of them, I'm going to give you note back, back off of what you touched on and okay. You said a few of them a few times, which that means that that stands out. And this is a great prospecting uh, exercise that anyone can take. If you're talking to a person and they want to become a, a, a part of whether your business or they want to use your services or what have you, and if you're talking to them or even if you're not talking, if some people do this via text or DM or whatever, and if mm-hmm. you pull out a little quick notepad, because if you're really trying to help the person, you got to listen to them. Yes. When I heard you say budgeting, you said budgeting, uh, I noted at least three times, maybe four times. And you talked about budgeting and around the money piece when you even talked about the grocery store. So that might have been the fourth time. So that made me know that money is something that's on your mind. 
Money is something that's on your mind. And if you were to identify the choices that you make around money, you don't make different choices until you think differently about what you're trying to choose differently because your choice was based off of your thought process at the time. And so even when people do things that make them get a less than desired result, it fulfilled them in some way or they thought they did. So like, right. for instance, you mentioned something about, you said, I'm a winter, meaning money. And you said, I'm a winter. And, uh, you know, and, and basically, winters, you're feeling like, okay, money going to flow to me, or I'm going to get it again, or whatever. So I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't want any boundaries. I don't need anybody telling me what to do or whatever, which kind of showed me on even when you said, hey, when I lived in the house with my parents, I lived this certain type of way, but when I became grown, basically I started rebelling. I started bucking against that. I started doing it my way, right? Yes. And, and mm-hmm. that people have to now, if you go back and listen to this recording, you'd go back and you'd say, wait a minute, this is how I think. Where did that come from? And how can I make a different choice? The only way to make a different choice is to look at it differently. This is the reason why people go on yo-yo diet. This is mm-hmm. the reason why People might do well with their money and then they lose it because they never really worked on how they thought about the situation. You can make change, but all transformation, and when you don't go back, is you got to change the way you think or see the situation. Right. That's the only way it happens. If we even, even us talking about it, that's maybe one step. But you seeing it differently. You got to identify how do you see it first in the first place to see it differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would reckon, you know, people might go back and say, okay, well, how did my mom think about money? These are exercises I've done and exercises I do. Uh, with, with, I, I, I want you to identify this exercise of taking responsibility because even if it was something about I, I address the way I think about things because of my parents, because of my environment, I was in the wrong crowd, whatever it was. But when you take responsibility, you get power and you get to choose. How do I know? This? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you guys a quick story and I'm, I'm going to, but I, I grew up in the 80s. Hip hop time, like real hip hop, LL Cool J, Public Enemy, uh, you know, Onyx, um, uh, you know, that's when Mary J. Blake, Mary J. Blige came out, 411, later mm-hmm. on in the 80s, whatever, that was my deal. I talked to you guys about an uncle that I had, and my uncle, he owned bars. That was the thing he loved. He loved bars, he liked liquor stores, he owned that kind of stuff. So he kind of, but he wasn't, a, he wasn't an alcoholic. I don't know what other stuff okay. I tried, but he wasn't an alcoholic. I never saw my uncle drunk or whatever. He liked to see other people having a good time. He also owned what would be considered in up north bodegas or smaller grocery stores, like, you know, not corner stores, but the stores that have, like, real grocery. Like, you can, if a person didn't have to leave the neighborhood, they can shop in his store. Okay. And, but my, my, his sons, they had, he had a lot of children, and his sons and his daughters were really connected in New York to uh, the hip hop. Like they grew up with LL Cool J. They grew up in in uh, in, in Jamaica Queens, so they were like close with like LL Cool J, uh, Run DMC, things like this. So they used to come and perform at my uncle's bar, and I was young. My uncle owned the building, and at the bottom was the bar, and the top was apartment building. So people would come in and they would stay in the apartment. 
I'm going to go quickly on this story, meaning that I was this young girl that would come downstairs, and I was always fascinated because I would see some of the rappers coming in at night. We're looking out through the window, and we're seeing, and we're seeing LL Cool J coming, and we're seeing Run DMC coming in or whatever. And then now, but what brought around that was also people who were on drugs. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to be in line just really quick. So I, I, people on drugs, okay? So I saw drugs around me, like up close and personal. Mm-hmm, I literally mm-hmm. had boyfriends that were hustlers. My first boyfriend, his name was Big Cheese. Just go figure, okay? So what I was trying to tell you is <laughs> I was standing downstairs once, and I saw a young lady. She was smoking cigarettes. And she was smoking cigarettes, but I saw her empty the cigarette out. This is how real I got to be with y'all. Because, see, some people on the line, they don't want to deal with the real deal of, like, she emptied the cigarette out and she started putting some white stuff in the cigarette. Wow. Right in front of me. I was young. And I watched her. And I had looked up to her and it was cookie. I looked up to her. I thought she was, like, so beautiful. had this red long hair. She was, like, so gorgeous to me. And then I saw her doing this. And I was like, what is she doing? And she started smoking it right in front of me, and I smelled the it smelled different. And I'm like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. And I made the choice then that I will never smoke cigarettes, never smoke with it. And but I could have made the choice like, man, I look up to her. She's so beautiful. The guys was loving her. Oh my gosh, like the guys were like. You know, and I could have made the choice I did and say, hey, maybe I need to do this so I can be my life up. Right, right. And, but you know what? I ended up still later on. I made the choice, but I said, I smoke marijuana. We Jamaican. Does that mean I'm supposed to smoke marijuana because we're Jamaican? In my mind, I thought like, oh, it's okay because it grows there and it's normal <laughs> around us. Do you hear what I just said? Oh, now I said, oh, yeah. Jamaican. I explain that so regularly because I I conditioned my mind that it was good because right. it's natural. I'm like, I'm a natural girl. I might not smoke alcohol, but I smoke. But I saw girls that just get high and they start doing blunts and all this other kind of stuff. And I start mm-hmm. seeing mm-hmm. and all these things. I'm just so real. And I'm like, right. But at one point, I made the choice to say, I don't want nothing like that in my system. Yes. Then I switched off and I was like, okay, when I grown and I start going through issues. I was like, okay, I drink liquor. I drank Hennessy BSOP on the rocks with a little bit of lime, fresh lime. I need fresh lime. Don't give me no lime juice. I need fresh lime. I'm, I'm all of this picky and choosy, right, Miss Bougie? Mm-hmm. But that was still a choice. When I began to think about things differently, when I read the word of the Lord and the Lord, and the word said that did I not know that my body was the temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm like, what? I just can't. I'm that real. I'm, I just can't disrespect you like that, God. Like, I, that was me. I'm talking about my perspective. I'm not talking about someone else's right. perspective. I'm, not, I'm talking about how I changed what I put in my system was after I had the kids and I'm having these children with heart monitors and having these children, and then now when I was like, I got to take care of them, my mind got to be stable. My mind got to be right to take care right. of my kids. It was when I changed the way I looked at it, I made a different choice. 
when I began to think, okay, whatever I was getting out of it, it wasn't worth what I really wanted out of life. So when you start thinking about if you have a challenge with your procrastination, you have a challenge with your eating habits, you have a challenge with your spiritual choices, you have a challenge with, you know, the money, look at it in a way of how it's not serving you and write a statement of how it can serve you. How I started making a lot of money. Hmm? I'm I'm sorry. I said I've gotten better with a lot of it. Um. I've gotten better with a lot of it. The money, like, I, I've i gotten so much better. But I just, I ha- when I speak, I have to be honest and admit it because that's what helps me to move forward. Um, right. And I just think back over my life, and I've touched some money, a lot of money. But I was, ir- I, I was young, but I was irresponsible. And I hear God saying, I want to take you, Tammy, to the next level, but I have to be able to trust you. I have to know that you're going to do the right thing. And even with the weight, I don't know if you remember, but I had to, it got so bad because I had so many accidents and I couldn't start working out anymore. And that was really bad for me. And I needed to get to sleep. So I eat, I eat better. But even now in this quarantine, like, I feel my control. Like I work, the gym is closed. Still work out. Still get your 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 natural vitamin C and still eat right because I, I I don't have anything but um twenty percent of a stomach anyway. So I can't eat crazy, but the cravings like my husband, you know, he's around here just eating all this stuff. I can snack and that that becomes a habit and that will put me right back in the same position. So I had to make a choice. So when it comes to that, I've done much better. But I noticed even going in the grocery store, like those were little things that my mom never did. My mom was a budgeter. She was she was such a tidy little – she was perfect to me. She never overspent. Like I just think, like you said, <laughs> as you, you grew up, you just did not want to put those things in your body and you did not want to do the things. like. And I've always – that's why this thing right here, I know God is working with me on it because I was – the same way, like how you say you were, I, I would isolate myself. I was different. People always thought that I was acting this way, and I was. I just wanted different. Everything that my sister, I saw them do, I didn't want to do that. I don't smoke cigarettes. I never smoked cigarettes. I tried marijuana. I didn't know. I didn't like how it made me feel. I stopped doing that. Like they all, oh, oh, you so you act so this, you act so that. But a lot of times, I'm the empower. I'm the encourager. So I had to check my crew. This company, this call has made me literally. Like, go through my friend list. I'm talking about childhood friends and say, you know what? Because we're if we don't make each other better and lift each other up and support each other, then they, what is the point? I don't care if it was from a childhood friendship. And I had to do that because if I'm always the one encouraging you, supporting you, my, my, my bestest friend right now is a, a, one of my agents, my business partner who I met online, Felicia Parham. She's in Memphis, Tennessee. Never seen each other. Our bond is everything. And what you're saying, we do with each other. Talk about our mm-hmm. budget. Talk about our business. Mm-hmm. Talk about how to better ourselves. And I never, we we originally met from the sleeve page. And I talked to her, how she's doing my thing, just being me. I talked to her. I wasn't selling her. I wasn't even marketing. I just basically was being me. We were having conversations, and it has built such a relationship. I call her sis. I call her mom, mom, and it's beautiful. But I know that's where I slack too because I didn't have those friends that would check me. I always would check them, but who's going to check the checker? 
and mm-hmm. I needed to re you know I I needed to revamp. I needed to recircleize my circle because it was just not a good one. And I encourage everybody to do that. Stop holding on just because you guys been friends all the way from elementary school. Like if it's not conducive or it's not helping spiritually, like no type of way, it's time to let it go because the blind can't lead the blind. And that's why I thank God for you because regardless if we want to hear it or like it, you come on here and say, I like real. That's why I can identify with you. You're going to give it to us 100 every time. It doesn't matter who's sensitive, who doesn't want to. And Coach Kev, shout out to him. He's the same way. And my husband, he always calls me a mini Coach Kev because I'm developing the same thing. But I just – you know, I you have to be a product of the product, and that's that's where I am as far as this money thing. I know God is dealing with me on. I, I He's shown me where He's taking me. I I have a calling on my life, and I'm not running anymore. But in order for me to get to my prophesied place, I got to be honest and call these things out and stare them dead in the face, and not just call them out, but change. Not that's just right. to you, not, to, not just let you talk every day for nothing, but actually change. There you go. A real choice is going to cause you to make a change. I thank you so much, sis. You are doing amazing. Continue on. And this is what we want to do. You want to solve your problems, make a choice. I see people all the time say, I want different. But when I watch them, I say, nah, you still want the same thing. You don't want nothing different because you ain't changed nothing. All right. Mm -hmm. Love you. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.